Yo, what's up, boys? It's us. We're back. It's the Dynasty Streets Bobcast. AK's here. Oh, yeah. Are y'all ready for this, AK? What's up, baby? Are you ready for this? Skype literally just hit me with a copyright warning, so I'm going to have to do all voice and sound effects with my mouth. Dude, you don't want to get a copyright strike or they will take your channel down. My channel is blowing up these days. You know, I get like possibly striking three views a day. Um, that's more people than I talk to on the average day outside of my roommates and my mom. So uh, that's pretty good for me. It's pretty good for me as far as uh, interaction goes. You know, in this time of the COVID and the people, you know, it is important to maintain your, your social connections. And so I'm happy for you, man. Speaking of social connections, baby, are you ready to fucking party this weekend? I heard that there was a massive rager, kind of like Project X, that's a throwback movie, meets Superbad, meets Jaws. It's going to be a party, dude. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a party. It's going to be at my house. If you're listening to this Bobcast, you're pretty much obligated to uh, attend said party. All right, ready? Strike it down. 2634 West Gray Street, Richmond, Virginia. 23220. See y'all there. All right, boys. Um, I mean, drinks, the smokes, uh, other smokes, you know, it's going to be great. Possibly a girl. You never even know. Who knows if there's going to be a girl there? No, I mean, we'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, we're all going to go out afterwards and play, go to bingo or some other spot. We'll have a good old time. Bingo. But then you're, yeah, Bingo Beer Company is like it's right down the street from. It's usually, it's like the easiest fit spot to get to from uh, from my house. So, do you have any? Is there? Do you bring gifts, or uh, do you bring food, or what's the what's the deal here? Uh, dude, just bring a fucking boatload of cash, and we'll throw it at each other, and we'll gamble the night away. How about that? So, you want us to be like strippers for the night, or something like that? Uh, not necessarily, but uh, whatever floats your boat. All right, I will uh, bring my Bible, and uh, I am thinking of your time. You can even out the situation. Of all the unholiness, you can be the uh, the holy man. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, you know. We'll see how it goes. But, dude, you know what we're really here for? It's because it's almost football season. Let's go. All right, so we got Tuesday. We got the first game. We get the first game on Thursday, so what, we got like eight days from this Bobca- Bobcast release. It's going to be amazing. We got Dallas versus Tampa. What you got in that game, man? Okay, who you got in the opener? You know, I think that we're going to see the first opening day tie. It's going to be <laughs> 24 to 24, and it's, uh, you know, Dak v. Tommy B., and it's going to be a tie. And, uh, you know, I put five grand on it. I'm projected to win, if it is a tie, $200,000. That's an interesting bet. I kind of love it. But you got terrible odds on it. You should win like a million dollars. 
I'm, pretty, I'm pretty good friends with Jerry and Tommy, and so they assured me that uh, you know if I give them half, they'll they'll make a they'll make it happen. They'll make it happen. I like how that works. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, you. You referred to it today in the group chat. You're openly collusive, and I, I appreciate that about you. I think the most important thing you can do is be upfront about your corruption and the embezzlement, and people will accept it. That is. That is some wise, wise words, AK. Thank you. But um, yeah, I, I say we just start being open and honest about some of this, some of these rankings we got written down. You ready? Let's do it. All right. Who do you want to grill first? I want to grill the worst division in the league, the Blazers, first. <laughs> Good one. I, I, let me remind you that. You know, the Blazers is the only division that has won a fantasy championship or a dynasty championship in this league. Didn't Micah win last year? Yeah, we got Micah, Blaine, Nick, and Luke in this division. I thought that was RVA. Negative. Oh, my information is wrong. Uh, So I I thought Staffa won at one point. Uh. Staffa love, would love to think that he won, would won, but no, this, we're, we're only going on year four actually, and there's been three championships handed out. Blaine, aka Browns to the Bowl, is the original the original champion, and Micah has defended his title for the last two years. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, I think that it's they're, they're definitely due for uh, to lose because I looked. <laughs> At all the rosters, and I think no one is worse than they were last year compared uh, than the Blazers. I would actually definitely contest that. I, I mean, it's fair to say Micah's team took a slight step down, but I definitely think Micah's going to be very competitive this year. I mean, Derrick Henry rolling out there, and he's got his stack, his classic stack with Travis Kelsey and Mr. Patty. Now he's got Herbert and Keenan Allen stack, like, like, okay, like that. That's a that's a nice stack. Can't even can't even line. And then his his bye week quarterback is Jalen Hurts. Like, he's chilling. The right. only real weakness he has, I personally, is at uh, at running back, and he kind of got lucky with the boy Cam Akers going down. Now he's got Daryl Henderson. Just chilling. You think Daryl Henderson can beat out Sony Michelle, the PlayStation? I actually, I mean, long term, later on in the season, I definitely got Sony, Sony Michelle, because he was a slight god back in the day at Georgia, and hopefully his niece can resurrect to slightly. I never think he's not going to be a bell cow, but hopefully he starts getting like a like a sixty forty with Daryl Henderson as opposed to the 40-60, you know? Yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's kind of unfortunate for everyone who's rooting against Micah, but his team's good, man. His, his fifth wide receiver is like Kenny Galladay. So, man, if he plays. But if, he plays. if he plays. If he plays. So, he's not necessarily deep, but his starting lineup, as long as his starting lineup is mostly intact, I mean, he, he's going to be dangerous. But spoiler, if you want to go talk about my dark horse, you know Super Mariota World is coming coming there. He's if if Ben Roethlisberger's shoulder can stay together, 
Watch out for Super Mariota World, okay? All and, right. Uh, Blaine and I got a plan. Don't worry. Blaine and I got a plan. Don't worry about us. As in Browns to the Bowl. Right, Blaine? We got this. <laughs> there, so you've got Michael 1, Nick 2, Blaine 3, and then I would say that you're number 4. I think that's fair to assume. I think we have a unanimous rankings. I think we have unanimous uh, rankings. I think everyone would put really bad team in the 12 spot, but that's temporary. You know, all rankings are temporary. Watch out. We are, we're on the come up. It's going to be a while, but we're on the come up. Just wait. I've got you as number one uh, for draft order. So I would not say that you're 12 in my You're number one. Good thing we're not doing a lottery because I'm trying to lock that number one slot in. And I think that we, uh, my dark, one of my dark horses is Mike Davis. I think that he's underrated. I think that he is going to finish the year hot take as a RB1 top 12 running back this year. I like it, dude. I mean, like, Nick's got some running backs cooking up in the kitchen. You know, Josh Jacobs, not a big believer, but you never know. And Chase Edmonds, he's actually got the opportunity this year. So, I mean, why not Chase Edmonds? He went to Fordham, man. He's a good dude. He clearly knows his stuff. Went to Fordham. And and LaVisca Chenault. Oh, my gosh. If you don't have a crush on LaVisca Chenault the size of Duval County itself, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Duval County. I, I am shocked that Chark, you know, DJ, I feel like I don't get how he regressed. And if he doesn't have a huge resurgence this year, uh, I would be shocked because I think I, I really don't know what resurgence you're you're talking about. I, I mean, he popped off like four or five games one time, and he everyone's like, "This guy is sick." Like, I don't know where he gets all this hype to be the best. I don't know. He has a sick name. I think that's where it comes from. DJ Shark Attack. I mean, who doesn't love the name? Uh, you know, I'm going to hard disagree here as someone who had him on his team when he was popping off and watched some of the games on Red Zone. He, I think that he's more talented than Glass Knees LaVisca. Don't ever talk about LaVisca's Glass Knees in such a way like that. And I don't even think it's his knees. I'm pretty sure it's something else that bothers him. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor either. If I was, I probably wouldn't be recording this podcast. <laughs> I don't know so, what his deal is. But what's yeah. your, what's uh, your RVA rankings? The R, Moving on to the RVA rankings, uh, we got Staffa holding down the top spot. Kind of annoyed with uh, how Staffa's team got Trey Lance. What, I don't know what Lena was doing giving him Trey Lance, but we can save that for when we grill Lena's team. Um, and then I got a three-way tie for second, because I really can't decipher who's going to come out on in second place in this division. You know, some would say that that's a humongous cop-out. All right. If I, had to, if I had to not cop out, if I had a gun to my head, Colin would be two. He's another old dark horse. Uh, he was my dark horse last year. So I'm going to leave him alone as far as my Dark Horse this year, but I like his team anyway. Then I would go... Uh, I would probably go... 
Ruben's team third because of his quarterback depth and his wide receiver room. And he's got some, he's got Logan Thomas, who's a beast. And he's got Alvin Kamara. I mean, like, what else do you want? The, the, the reason why Sam is at four, in my opinion, in this, in this division is because he doesn't have a true RB1 to lean on. You know, really I, his main thing. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think that we have very different uh, rankings here. So strap on your seatbelt because we're going in. Did you put Staffa at four? Uh, no, I put Staffa at two. Oh. Uh, I got my dark horse of the league. The man, the guy who he may not have the team. He may not have the dudes, but he has the intangibles that it takes to succeed in fantasy football. <laughs> And you know exactly who I'm talking about. I think I know where you're going. He works in the government of Virginia. <laughs> and he services uh, corporations, I think. So shout out to my dude, Napa Flappa Flames, Ruben. Uh, he's my number one pick here just because you can't pick against someone that has the intangibles. You know, man, you can't argue with the intangibles. I think you're, I think you're onto something. Ruben's year, I think, has possibly escaped him, but you never know. He could, he could shock the world with Chris Hogan and company. And then, so for number two, I've got Sam in a shocking upset. Beat Staffa in the last game of the season if they play. Uh, Staffa's team three, unfortunately. You know, I just see. His entire roster is a house of cards. All these guys are hanging on. They're they're all great players, but you know he just doesn't have that much depth. If he loses one or two guys, so I, I think that uh, there's going to be some risk. He's going to see some some guys falling out, and then he'll find himself at uh, number three this year. It's the end of the dynasty. That never was. I like that, it. Yes, it's like the. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder in the NBA. Oh, damn. So you're calling him the Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook Thunder. Yes, that's exactly what I'm calling him. Oh, wow. So then he's going to crumple into bits in a few years, and he's going to have to rebuild, and he's going to have 18 first-round picks. I think he's going to crumble. I think he's going to join Micah's team, who just won 73 games. I mean, 17 games. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, he's going to pretend like he won those rings, but, you know, he really kind of cheated over his way to a championship. Damn. I That's, mean, yeah. So he's kind of like the Indianapolis Colts all those years that, like, they were so good with the Patriots, but the Patriots won all the Super Bowls and the Colts only won that one. So, so that's interesting. I think, uh, Stafa, hopefully we're not looking too clear into the crystal ball for your sake but damn man you just got some you just got grilled I like your team though stop them even though uh CD Lamb's on the COVID list you know that's 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 gonna pretty much do a lot to his value you know you know Not good. my guy if he can't practice you know proper safety protocols or you're getting paid a million dollars it's like come on dude like you know who knows what else other hijinks he's going to get into. I know. Seriously, be safe, man. Holy cow. And then uh, I think I got Colin uh, in last just because of his quarterback depth. 
uh, but he is a team to watch uh, in 2022 and beyond. I feel like Colin's got that. I mean, Colin, uh, he, he knows he's got a plan. He's got a plan ahead. He's got Zach Wilson, Josh Allen. You can lock those dudes in. Probably could use a QB or a QB three. You know, hit me up, Colin, if you want to talk about quarterback. I got my boy Jameis, Daniel Jones on the market. He's looking pretty good these days, so why not Daniel Jones, right? Right, Stafford? As, right, as a former owner of Daniel Jones, he is a must-acquire talent. <laughs> uh, yeah, Daniel Jones, right? We'll go with that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. You got any dark... So, who would you say is the dark horse in this uh, division? Would it be Stafford, since he's at three? I don't know. I mean, I feel like my, I can't really have a dark horse because my dark horse is my number one uh, team. So I stand <laughs> by with confidence my selections. No dark horse, no reservations, straight facts, no printer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't gotten the facts in a while, but I, I can appreciate that, that illusion. Thank you. Um, well, yeah. Who's in? I mean, do you want? Should we just start sitting on Nick's team, or should we do an actual ranking of the UMW, UMW division? You know, I think that uh, we, why not both is my question. All right, well, Nick's team fucking sucks. <laughs> Can we talk about the plagiarism that has occurred? Yeah, you want to call him out for that? I would like to formally charge Nick with plagiarism of his team name, Milky Jeebs. From the redraft league that we're a part of, I think that it is uh, egregious. Egregious. And uh, I think that we need to bring formal uh, charges against him in a some type of like censure as in accordance with the league guidelines. Yeah, honestly, um, I mean, I was just going to call him all hail Santhia, but I forgot he changed his name. You're right, dude. I mean, I think we've got we've got a plagiarist, you know? I, this reminds me too much of the Franchise 10 debacle that we all remember. This is not, this is not similar, <laughs> but... <laughs> no, in, t- in terms of the name controversy. Um, you remember how he was like, nah, I'm not changing my name. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway. I don't I'm just kidding. I don't uh anyway, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> but uh his team is good though. His team is good though. He's kinda got like just like falling into some lucky guys, you know, James Robinson. Not necessarily lucky last year, but Maybe a little luckier this year with his workload with the Travis Etienne thing going going on. Uh, doesn't have to worry about uh, Mac Jones not starting a few weeks. He's got, I mean, he's got a decent team. You know, OJ Howard could have a bounce back. I'm not calling for that, but it, it could happen. So why not next team? Uh, well, team let, let me tell you why. Because uh, it starts at the RB position. I mean, the guy is starting James Robinson. He's okay. But, like, his RB's two and three, because I assume, you know, he's going to go six wide receiver. They're just 
trash. I mean, Ronald Jones is in like a three-way timeshare with Leonard and Gio Bernard. Right. He's got Zach Moss, who loses goal line work to Devin Singletary. Stevenson's not a starter. Jamal Williams isn't a starter. It's like, this is a graveyard. Yeah, it's a graveyard of RB2s, but if he can piece it together, he can piece it together. Man. Uh, well, yeah, I uh, would love to see that. <laughs> I think I'm actually anti Nick's team, but I think that's I think I've been a little heavy on that. But it's just because I have I don't even know if I have his pick. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But you know who I'm really anti this year? Lino's team, because Lino let Stafford get Trey Lance, who I think is who I think is going to be a god. And Lino just goes ahead and takes his third tight end. Lino's like, I got to have three of the best tight ends. I don't just want two of the best tight ends. I want three of the best tight ends. So now he's got Andrews, Kittle, and Pitts. Um, so luxury pick for Lino. But I've always like been a little bit of a fan of Lino's team. You know, I can appreciate where he's going, all that stuff. I think his quarterback room could have definitely used a upgrade this year. So, I think it, even he would tell you, if you could go back, he probably would have taken Trey Lance. But still, um, a couple guys I've always been a fan of on Lino's team, like Deonta Foreman and Royce Freeman. Fucking Royce Ra- Wagon Freeman. Gotta love him. But uh, we'll see what happens with Saquon this year. That'll be... That, that was definitely a big blow for Lino's team last year. But I think that'll be... That'll be interesting what happens with him. And, uh, and Jarek McKinnon back from the dead this year. He's on the Chiefs. You never know, baby. You never know. Yeah, I look at Lena's team, and he has such disp- – he has the widest, like, range. Like, he's got, like, eight yeah. top-tier talents, and then the rest of his team is, like, doo-doo. But, yeah, uh, I think if that's I, pretty fair. If I had to pick the top three – like a team with the best top three wide receivers, it would be Lino's team. He's got Cup, Metcalf, and Stefan Diggs. Uh, so, and then he's got you know those three tight ends. He's got Chubb, and he's got a uh, uh, Saquon. So you know maybe there's a shot here. Maybe you're right. It's a it's a shot in the dark. But I mean you know Terrence Marshall looks like a fucking baller. That's that's one dude I missed on the draft in the drafts and looking back on it I wish I had picked up Terrence Marshall uh, there's a lot of hype there's a lot of hype around my boy but I got Elijah Moore and Rondell Moore right so be ready for that in like three years send me a trade for DJ Moore I did bro I sent you one Tyler Lockett for DJ Moore I think every, I think everyone's gonna hear that and be like that's pretty fair I think everyone's going to be like, yo, is that a 28-year-old wide receiver for but a... you have Russell Wilson, and you got the stack going yeah, the stack this year. stack is overrated, bro. The stack is not overrated. It's cor- You have a higher correlation, so you're going to have a higher likelihood of no. winning that week if they actually go off. When someone asks you, what is the secret to financial success, same as in fantasy, the answer to that is diversification, bro. That is not true, bro. You're always gonna win in fourth. You're always gonna win fourth place. You're always gonna win fourth place. Uh, you're never gonna. You gotta shoot for the stars to win that and win the league. Decline, dude. Just give me DJ Moore, bro. 
Just give me a first round pick, 2023. No, those 2023 picks are locked in in a safe, in a fucking locker box. You cannot ever strip me of those picks. If I, if I give you an NFT of a first round pick, will you give me your 2023 <laughs> first round pick? I don't know, man. That would still be a tough tough pill to swallow for me. I'm not going to lie. All right. It's a tough one. But um, who's, who's team we're growing next? Yeah, your team is in, in win now mode. You think you got a shot this year? You know, I, you know, at the, you know, I hate to brag. But you know, when I just look up and down my team, I've got twenty. I've got thirty-two contributors. If I don't win this year, it yeah, is we cut. Crap. I cut it down to the twenty-eight. Is twenty-eight too small, or should we do it like twenty-nine or thirty? Man, I'm down to increase it a little bit, but I think twenty-eight is still a lot too. But I mean, it's still a lot. I just uh, you know I'm grandfathered into thirty-two. I'm trying to process a MF waiver claim but I can't because my roster is too big and I'm like do I cut Dee Westbrook do I cut Jacob Hollister and then there's two more dudes I gotta cut I'm like come on man come on man you got some funny tight ends though like bro before this Javante Williams trade my I had a dog crap tight ends like literally I just picked up every single third de- uh, tight end depth chart and I just, I struggled last year. Shout out to uh, Javante Williams. I'm a great drafter, and I just flipped that for some good talents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, Jalen Rager, I wouldn't necessarily call it good talent. But, you know, you got Jalen Rager. Good for you. Uh, uh, <laughs> as a new Jalen Rager uh, apologist, I have to say that he didn't have a full camp, okay? It was COVID. <laughs> He's going to get better. Dude, Jerry Judy. I'm 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 a big Jerry Judy guy. Can't lie about that. I think I think, Br- I think Bridgewater is going to be good for him. He's going to be a stud. Yeah, Ruben's got a little bit of a uh, a uh, excess on, in the quarterback room. Now I'm checking him out. He's just like he's got Bridgewater, Matt Ryan, um, Trevor Lawrence, and someone else. I just scrolled past him, but you know he, he's got some. Oh, Tannehill. I like Tannehill a lot this year. Tannehill's underrated. Speaking Every- of Titans, Julio Jones and new guy Tom. How are we how are we feeling about Tommy's squad? Tommy's squad, dude. I have you know I look at this team and he's got uh, some four solid quarterbacks this year. He's got he's got quarterbacks. Like, where did all the quarterbacks come from? I kind of like Sam Darnold. You know, he's been kind of slinging the rock a little bit. He's looking good. He's got Gus Bus, who's going to be a stud this year. He's got Najee Harris. He's he, you know his RB three is James White though. Uh, I mean RB three, yeah. He just They're doesn't what, have a lot of depth. He's he's depthless. He's depthless. Yeah, uh, he could. He could use a little more depth, that's for sure. But uh, his team is there. It's not. It's not all. All there. He probably could use a little more pick action and all that stuff. But you know, he's got. He's going to build on Najee Harris and and the quarterback room. And I think Tommy will be, will be fine in the long run. 
I think if I were him in this situation, I'm looking at my team. I'm like, what do I really need? I need a new tight end. Uh, and I need a, a, a WR3, Sterling Shepard, and like, let's just say a Hunter Henry. And I'd be like, let me get rid of Gasecki. He's like this 30 year old guy. I'm not going to win now. I think what I need to do is kind of get younger. Uh, let me get some good talent on my team so I can build some depth. If, if I'm Tommy, I'm looking for a trade just like that. It sounds like you've sent that trade. Uh, you know, I think Tommy accidentally hit uh, decline, so I'm just giving him an opportunity uh, in this forum to uh, re-offer that trade because I feel like it's a good trade. Tommy has the tendency of accidentally hitting buttons, but we won't get into that. Oh, <laughs> That's funny. That was funny. Thank you for setting me up for that. So, uh, what's the predictions? It's Joe. Let's give me. I want to. I'm going to hear your semifinals and who's who's winning. Uh, I'm winning. Uh, I'm also in the semifinals because in order to win, <laughs> yeah. uh, I see my, it's me versus, you know, probably Micah, you know, I feel like I'm the, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers lost to the Golden State Warriors last year, but it's my time. It's my time. I have to win. Uh, and if I don't, then, uh, you know, what is the meaning of life? Right. Right. Um, that's a good point. You know, it, the meaning of life does come down to dynasty championships and God really only counts the number of dynasty championships you, you won while you're on earth when you walk into those golden gates. So I think that's, that's good context. Okay. This, this is extremely true. I also heard that, uh, you know, if you don't win, you don't even get an opportunity. Uh, you know, guys just like, sorry, bro. We got to send you down to, you don't even get to make the case. It's like, all right, Staircase is over there. Yeah. They don't even have an escalator. Escalator's broken. You gotta walk down. That's that's really messed up. That I messed think up. I was in uh, Leviticus or something. <laughs> um. Well, who's gonna get knocked out in the first round then? First round knockouts. I've got. Uh, I don't. I don't know how this whole like wild card system works, but it's probably gonna be. Staffa loses in the first round. Actually, no, I don't have him making the playoffs. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> Nick is going to lose in the first round. Nick Hentes. Lena loses in the first round. Me versus Micah. I win. All right. Who, who, who did you and Micah beat in the, in the semifinals? I missed that. Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, to, you know, let the, the rest of the league fight that out. I know, Fair enough. I know well, why I'm... Got... I actually got you and Staffa in the finals duking it out. Uh, and I'm actually going to give it to you this year. That's, uh, I think, uh, I think you got a decent chance. I think Staffa's got a decent chance and, uh, you're going to beat Nick and Staffa's going to beat, uh, Staffa's going to beat Micah in the semifinals and Nick is going to beat, uh, Blaine. Okay. And then, the other one I have, what was that other one? Oh, Micah will beat uh, Ruben in the other matchup for the playoffs. You know, I just want to throw a word of caution out there to Micah. You know, just watch out for those intangibles. Yeah, those those intangibles, bro. I mean, I, I like the call. I like the call out. You know, you gotta you gotta give the appreciation appreciation for the intangibles, uh, and. Napa Flames has us all beat in that in that realm. So, 
I like the call. I like the call. Shout out. Shout out. So, uh, one yeah, last two dark horse players this year. I've got Cooper Cup as the number one overall wide receiver after establishing an amazing connection with Matt Stafford of the LA Rams. And I also have Jacob Eason as a top 12 quarterback this year because I just think, you know, Wentz uh, is done. I think that he is like he's like he had his time. He's a good quarterback. I just don't think he really uh, wants to play football anymore. I think he's kind of done. Uh, and then Jacob Eason will take over and uh, have a great year because Indy is a good team. Honestly, those aren't the worst uh, sizzling takes I've ever heard. Um, my wide receiver surprise would fall under Nick's team. I got Paris Campbell, baby. And I'm actually a fan of Carson Wentz, so I'm on the uh, – I'm completely fading that one. Wow. So Carson Wentz, Paris Campbell are going to have a uh, love child and produce a wide receiver one season for Paris. It's going to be great. Wow, that is a sizzling hot take because Paris Campbell is, like, not even the number one wide receiver on his team. Dude, he's going to absolutely eat. And Michael Pittman is a, a – what is that thing called? A scarecrow. A scarecrow in the middle of the field, dog. What about T.Y.? He just had a neck injury. He's about to go into He's about to go into hospice. He's dead. Wow. What about Zach Pascal? All right. I'm, I'm afraid of Zach Pascal. Yeah, Another so. guy that I had on my... That, I, that was formerly on the really bad team that's seen <laughs> success. Seen success elsewhere. But, uh... We won't get into that. What if Indy signs John Brown, who just got cut from Oakland per his request? I could see it. That would work out. That would work out. He's a nice uh, T.Y. you know substitute in there, and they definitely need some. They need some help because they're in win, win now mode, and their weakness is definitely wide receiver. Sounds like a Lions. The Lions. James Washington needs to head over there. I would like to say James Washington. Bro, you've been on a James Washington, like, stand or whatever for, like, years, and it has not paid off one time. Dude, shut up. I'll let James Washington have his time. It's true. (laughs) Let him live his life, bro. He's only been in the league as long as we've had this league, so. Oh, one thing I want to say is... This weekend, can we do the Juju Milk Box Challenge? Oh my gosh, dude. I cannot believe motherfucking Juju Smith-Schuster did the Milk Crate Challenge. Ah, that would have been James Washington's time, man. If Juju just fell off, it would have been great for James Washington. So can we? Um, You got 25 Milk Crates or however much it takes? I uh, don't, but I thought that you would. I'm surprised I haven't seen a collection of milk crates somewhere in the thick of it. I'm, I'm living in, I'm in the city, dude. I'm in the city, city. So, uh, I'm surprised I haven't seen some home some collection of homeless guys doing the milk crate challenge. Uh, I think that we need to bring it to the city and show them that we can do it. Honestly, they probably would. I wouldn't put it past them myself. On the concrete. So uh, you said uh, West Gray Street? West Gray Street. Type it in. 
Micah, especially, I'll see you there. All right, start driving when you start when you hear this podcast. Grace, Grace, is it Gray with an E or an A? Oh, Grace, like, like the name, like the, the feminine name, Grace. Ah, okay, got it. So you're pretty close to like McDonald's and Gus's Bar and Grill, and yeah, the Science Museum's across the street. The Children's Museum. Uh, the Science Museum is next to that, but yes, the Children's Museum. Uh, what's at the Sports Backer Stadium? I think VC, VCU plays soccer over there, and the Richmond Flying Squirrels play um, baseball at the Diamond over there. You know, I heard people that are really uh, cool live in Churchill. I would contest that, but uh, Micah and I... I think I might have told this podcast, this story on the podcast before, but Micah and I, when I was in like, when I was 17, I had my license suspended and I was like, yo, Micah, what's up? I need a ride. And Micah's like, where do you need a ride? I'm like, dude, I'll pay you. Just pick me up. And he picked me up. <laughs> I told him, but I kind of kept it on, on the DL where we were going. And we went down to Churchill, which is at the time was super fucking sketchy. And we went and got three pairs of shoes that I bought off Craigslist. But the thing was, the first house we knocked on, I knocked at the door and this guy opened the door. He's like, what do you want? I was like, we're here for the shoes. And he's like, I don't have any shoes. He shuts the door and I was like, well, that was weird. And I checked the, I checked and I knocked on the wrong door. Uh, but, um, so shout out to Micah for taking me in his Jeep down to Churchill to get their shoes. Is he going to oh, be there? Micah lives in Cali, so... You can, uh, if you can express ship him down here, he'll probably make it. Uh, otherwise, I don't think so. Well, I heard a rumor that he was definitely going to be there. Kanye was going to do a listening party of Donda, uh, and it was going to be sick. So everyone should go. Yeah. I did hear that, actually. You know, Donda will be at my house. It's in the house. Not outside, in the house. So, do you want to hear Donda with Micah? I'll see y'all Saturday. That sounds like a freaking party, bro. Um, yeah, bring whatever it's called. You know, you got to get your party favors, which these days I would put Pedialyte on that list. Got to get your Pedialyte. And yeah, I'm going to put Pedialyte at the top of the list. That is uh, quite a request. Uh, I will not be bringing Pedialyte. I'll bring like some white popcorn cheddar you know i do that all the time okay maybe some like truly lemonades because that shit is dope <laughs> you know what i'm saying hard seltzer is the future hard seltzer is here baby it's it's here it's happening you you don't want to hear it but it's here it's happening yeah it's, it's overwhelming the world But um, yeah, my dog is punching his crate. He's he's making a he's making a nuisance of it. So um, I'll just plan on talking to you again on Saturday. How about that, okay? That sounds good to me, bro. All right, sounds good. Peace, man. Bye. See you.